I am so tired and I just went for a lovely, lovely stroll um, at one of my favorite spots in LA at a reservoir, but I'm not going to tell you where because it's like one of those hidden gem spots. I don't want to, you know, I, I do like, I'm one of those people that definitely like sharing, you know, when I enjoy something, I want everyone to enjoy it, but this is a very specific place that I recently discovered going for a lovely walk, and it's not inundated with people, although people in LA know it. I'm just not going to say it publicly because I don't want it to be oversaturated with citizens of my local area, my tri-state area, because it is just so precious. But anyways, I'm tired, I'm winded, it's hot AF out, but I just, you know, thought, you know what, I haven't chitted and chatted with myself in quite some time, and I, I can only put out episodes when I'm really feeling inspired and, like, in the mood. Like, it has to come through me. I can't literally sit down and be like, oh, I think I want to record a podcast. No. Some, that, like, voice that's in the back of your head that everybody talks about, that Oprah, if you will, talks about. That inner voice that you listen to, the one that's like, this isn't right, or this person isn't right, or the situation isn't right, or don't get this food to eat, or you're going to get diarrhea, which actually happened to me on the 4th of July, which, by the way, happy post, or happy belated 4th of July to everyone who celebrates. I know it's a bit of a doozy to celebrate the 4th of July this year with all the controversial topics going on, like women's rights, and the president, and the massacres, and... Everything that is just horrifying in our country. Um, But I, in fact, did a little bit of uh, celebrating. As in, I just went to visit some old friends who I haven't seen in quite some time. And I had a um, a vegan burger at one of those particular places. And I got really bad diarrhea after. Which is crazy because I do love a plant-based burger from now, from time to time. Um, But I guess this one didn't settle with my stomach. And that inner voice was like, don't eat the burger, you're going to get sick. And you know, I didn't listen to the inner voice. And, um, I was on the throne for quite some time, but shout out to Tums for curing any type of stomach ailment. Anyways, I say all that to say, there are four really good stories to talk about today. A bit about legal, legal news, legal jargon, um, which is, um, you know, always a bit, uh, controversial, but I'm a controversial girly, and that's just, like, what I do. Aside from that, I saw Elvis, really loved it, Austin Butler's a star, loved Baz Luhrmann because I love Moulin Rouge, um, well done to that, uh, cast, and I'm seeing Thor Love and Thunder tomorrow, Thursday, which I'm, well, today, basically, because that's when this episode's coming out, which I'm so excited about, because I do love me some Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman, although Natalie Portman is Jane to many of her fan base, she's always gonna be Padme Amidala to me, obviously, late wife of Darth Vader, um, who, like, passed way because like she broke her heart well he broke her heart and then he was like out of control with his power and then he became really good at the end because palpatine was like evil even though palpatine like we all thought that he went away but then he was there in the last skywalker which is like not a good you know way to tie up a story but oh well what do i know um anything else no there's not much else to chit and chat about um going on vacation soon which i'm really excited about actually this sunday a little bit of summer, the summer of, um, the summer, I can't even talk. The 2022 summer travels commence. However you word that. Um, so yeah, let's get into our four stories of the day, by the way. One of our stories, I'm going to put a trigger warning in the bio, but it's a bit, um, it's a heavy story because it has to do with that Netflix cheer star who, um, was sentenced to prison time because of, um, inappropriate relations with an underage individual, so... Again, I'll let you a trigger warning, but I'm just going to, you know, sort of preface it that that's, you know, one of our stories. But our first story of the day has to do with one of my favorite people of all time, one of my favorite celebrities, one of the most controversial celebrities and the richest man in the world, who many people hate, but I'm, like, obsessed with because I do love me a Tesla, and my dad has a Tesla, and I have friends that have Tesla, so go Tesla. Page Six is reporting, Elon Musk welcomed twins with top exec just before second child with Grimes was born. Okay, Elon Musk has, like, a million kids, and I'm, like, living for that. And they're all probably going to inherit millions, his billions, if you will. <laughs> so, love it. Okay. Um, Elon Musk quietly welcomed twins with Siobhan Zillis, 
One of his top executives last year in a new report from Business in a new report from Business Insider claims. I love the name Siobhan because it reminds me of Siobhan from Succession. My favorite show on TV right now. Fun fact. Um, Shiv. Which I think Shiv is gonna, like, succeed her dad, Logan. But Logan's also in the forefront. But for some odd reason, many people, including myself, also think Kendall could just sneak right back up to the top position. Unless um, Alexander, Skarsgård char- Alexander Skarsgård's character, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched season three, um, gets all up in there and, you know, ruffles some feathers. But sorry to digress. Okay. You guys, I'm so tired, but I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna push through. I'm gonna. I'm a pushy girly. According to court documents obtained by the outlet, the Tesla mogul expanded his family with Neuralink Zillis in November 2021. Business Insider reports that Musk 51 and Zillis 36 filed a petition to change the twins' names in order to quote have their father's last name and contain their mother's last name as part of their middle name. Love that. Um, by the way, this young lady is very beautiful. Um, the order was reportedly approved in an Austin, Texas judge in May, though the children's names are remain unknown. Zillis. And a rep from Musk did not immediately respond to Paychex's request for comment. Per, in, per Business Insider, the twins were born just weeks before Musk and now XRAMs welcomed their second child, a baby girl, named Exadark Sidriel via surrogate in December 2021. They also share a two-year-old son, X-A-E-A-X-I-I. I'm not even going to try. Um, Musk's kids with Grimes joined his five other living children, Griffin, Vivian, Jenna, Kai, Saxon, and Damien. Musk, who is currently dating Britney Ever After actress Natasha Bassett, shares his additional kids with ex-wife Justine Wilson. After marrying in January 2000, he and the Canadian author welcome son Nevada Alexander 2002. Tragically, uh, Nevada tragically died of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS at only 10 weeks. Musk explained his approach to fatherhood in a 2020 New York Times interview, admitting that he doesn't play a prominent role in his kids' lives when they're young. Right now, there's not much I can do. Grimes has a much bigger role than me right now, he said of his then-partner. When the kid gets older, there will be more of a role for me, he elaborated at that time. I think I, I think just doing what I've done with other kids. Now, I know many people probably find that type of parenting style controversial, but I'm going to say this. I love it. I get it. Elon is in a very rare position that 99.9% of the people on this earth aren't in and that he can provide from afar. And yeah, he's like, so right. It's the mother's um, love and it's the mother's bond with the bebe at the stage that is pivotal from what I understand. Of course, the father too, but maybe Elon's uh, approach to parenting is different, which <gasps> here's a novel idea. It's fabulous. Everybody can do everything very differently in this day and age. And if you have anything to like say against it, then <laughs> bye girl. Um, I love it. Obviously, Elon's kids are going to have a very different life. Unless he's going to be one of those dads that's like, no, you have to make your own way. But some something tells me he's not going to be like that. Because remember Bill Gates said each of his kids are only getting $10 million of his, like, billions of dollars. Um, which, yeah, $10 million is, like, a hell of a lot of money. But, like, for Bill Gates to say that, yet I follow his... Well, I don't follow his daughter on Instagram. I don't really follow any famous people unless they're, like, AAA list, like Reese Witherspoon. Um, but I see his daughter, like has, like, all these horses, and just, like, just around in private jets. I'm like, um, how are you living like that with only $10 million, girly? Like, settle down now. Anywho, um, good for her, and good for Elon Musk's ever-growing family. Love it. Love to see it. He's, um, he really is an inspirational man, and someone that I think, uh, just lives life in a very different way and sees the world through his own unique perspective, and congratulations to his new babies and the baby mother. I hope they had a healthy delivery and they're all healthy and happy. I'm a big fan of Elon. I'm not one of those people who's just like, he, like Bernie Sanders, text him, he's a billionaire. I'm not one of those people that's like a, a like, bon, like, what is that word? Ab- abonish, no, abonish, no. 
Abbon. No, what is the word I'm thinking of? Abonish. No. <laughs> Banish the monarchy? No. No. What is that word? Abonish billionaires? I, it's like, if you're a billionaire, good for you, girl. Like, if I was one, I wouldn't, like, I would be loving it too. So, long live the billionaires. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, very exciting for you. The Musk family. Growing, growing, growing. Okay, our second story of the day is um, about somebody who I, like, literally love. Nicki Minaj. But her husband's, um, you know, there's been uh, some controversial stories about him. I don't know if they're true or whatnot because I am not, like, a soothsayer and or... Um, what are those people like media who really knows the truth about everything but i love her and i love her music so long live Nicki minaj anyways tmz posted a story today Nicki minaj's husband gets one year home detention mansion time it is okay let's read the story then we'll break it down as per usual Nicki minaj's husband kenneth petty will be doing time for failing to register as a sex offender in california but much to the feds dismay he'll be doing that time in the mansion where he and Nikki live. A federal judge sentenced the 44-year-old on Wednesday, giving him one year. Oh my So professional, but I'm tired. And I did give you fair warning. Giving him one year of home detention, three years probation, and a $55,000 fine. Petty entered a guilty plea back in September 2021. TMZ broke the story. Prosecutors inside the U.S. Attorney's Office had argued home detention wouldn't be punishment because Nikki and Kent live in a luxurious multi-bedroom mansion in a gated Calabasas community. <gasps> Ooh, love Calabasas. Um, they had recommended Petty get 15 months in prison and five years probation, but the judge clearly disagreed with him getting that stiff of a sentence. Petty was convicted of a 1994, trigger warning, rape in NYC, where he served over four years in prison. When he moved to Cali with Nikki, he didn't register on the sex offenders list, and that's when the feds busted him. Well, Nikki knows exactly where her happy will be for the next year. No need for a babysitter now. Well, of course... A crime like that is terrible, and there should be punishment, of course. But, um, I mean, I'm not a judge. I'm not, like, a person who understands how to decide whether or not someone should be sent behind bars or they're going to stay in Nicki Minaj's Calabasas mansion. Obviously, it's going to be more comfortable. Maybe you'll have to, like, perform some type of community service. But if you're doing it from the comfort of a multi-million dollar home, then, like, yes, girl, like, yes. Although, you know, after a while, it gets boring. Like, you want to go for a drive, you want to go get an ice cream, you want to go see a movie, you want to go do all that stuff. And even, like, the most fabulous house, eventually you go stir-crazy, even, even if there are, like, a million rooms. I don't know. <laughs> Number two. Well, I thought that was an interesting story, which is why I picked it. But this one's just our third story. And again, a trigger warning for this story as well. This is uh, sort of the um, more controversial uh, news bit that came out today. This is from E! News. Cheers! Jerry Harris sentenced to 12 years in prison and sex crimes and child pornography case. Good and good. Jeremiah Jerry Harris, future has been revealed. The former cheer star was sentenced on July 6th to 6... I'm sorry, on July 6th to 12 years of federal prison in his sex crimes and child pornography case. The U.S. Attorney's Office tells E! News his prison sentence will be followed by eight years of court-supervised release. Harris pleaded guilty in February to one count of receipt of child pornography and one count of traveling with the intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct with a minor. That's really, really bad. According to the plea agreement, the first charge pertains to Harris repeatedly speaking to a 17-year-old boy to send, quote, sexually explicit photographs and videos of himself in exchange for approximately $2,000 in 2020. As for the second charge, the plea agreement noted it involves Harris traveling from Dallas Texas to Orlando, Florida in 2019, quote, for the purpose of engaging in an illicit sexual act. Uh, 
I'm sorry, an illicit sexual conduct with a 15-year-old boy. In the plea agreement, Harris admitted to instructing the minor to meet him in a public bathroom where Harris... Again, took her warning, sexually assaulted him. The two charges were among the seven counts Harris faced in a December 2020 indictment for the crimes involved, involving four minors in Illinois, Texas, and Florida between 2017 and 2020. While Harris initially pleaded not guilty to all seven charges, which also included four counts of sexual exploitation of children and one count of enticement of a child, Harris ended up pleading guilty to the one count of receipt of child pornography and one count of traveling with the intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct with a minor less than two months later. Harris submitted an the other counts as stipulated offenses, um, and they're expected to be dropped after sentencing. Harris has been held at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Chicago since September 2020, uh, when he was arrested on one count of producing child pornography. In the criminal complaint, prosecutor said Harris, quote, repeatedly solicited child pornography images and videos from two twin brothers who were 14 at the time of the fling and twice attempted to solicit sexual encounters with one of the siblings at cheer events in 2019. Okay, and then the rest of the story is pretty much just, like, detailing the horrifying events of this story. Um, okay, 12 years, not long enough, but that's good. And I just, if you're someone who... Okay, it's like, first of all, I, I, I there are no words, really. I really have no words, other than this is just, like, truly sick. Um, and wrong on a million and one levels. And these poor underage individuals because at that age your your brain is still developing you are you don't know really right from wrong even if you're a more mature you're still under 18 you know you're not a you're not an adult legally or even if you're like the most mature 17 and a half year old you're still not 18 and for this um terrible man to take advantage of people really in a more vulnerable position is um (laughs) wrong is too small of a word but it's that like just truly horrifying so and asking money, like, <laughs> oof. I just, I don't, other, I'm just so sad for these people. I'm not sad for him. I'm glad he got 12 years and then eight years release and we'll see what happens. But this is just a really, you know, you, you think, you know, you're walking by someone at the grocery store. I think I might've used this metaphor before. There's an example before you're walking by someone at the grocery store or at the mall or you're in a movie scene next to someone. You never know their like dark pasts or dark history or, you know. Oh, yeah, it ain't right. Um, so yeah, I had to read that because that was sort of the big news story of the day. Um, now that brings us to our third, is this our third story? Uh, oh, this is our fourth and final story of the day. Okay, a little bit of Housewives news because I do love my Housewives girlies. Also coming from E! News. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kyle Richards clarifies comments on Erica Jane and Sutton's track amid backlash. Always backlash with the Housewives girlies, but I mean, it's good. You know, it makes them relevant. It makes the Housewives always in the news, and uh, that's, you know, what they get paid to do. So I say, well done, girlies. Kyle Richards is once again setting the record straight on her Real Housewives of Beverly Hills behavior. I've met Kyle Richards before, by the way, and she's lovely. I met her when she had that store called by Aileen 2 in Beverly Hills, but I don't think that store exists anymore. I think she only has that Shahara Shahida one in Palm Springs, but... Who knows? Sneak peek clips of the July 6th episode show the OG housewife accusing Sutton Strack of lying about her two previous miscarriages. Then she's seen laughing at Erica Jane for cursing out Garcelle Bouvet's 14-year-old son, Jax. Now Kyle is defending herself, explaining in an Instagram comment that she wasn't laughing about Erica telling Jax to, quote, get the F out, but rather Erica's drunken, ridiculous behavior. I claim... 
She's doubling down on. Quote, I had not seen what Erica said to Jackson person, but was told about it in the fo- uh, told about it, excuse me, the following day. With some funny moments as well, Kyle wrote in an Instagram story July 5th, referencing the Real Houses of Beverly Hills scene in which she told Dorit Kemsley that Erica's rant was funny, even though it shouldn't have been. Quote, ooh, I just belched. When I say it's not funny, but it's funny, I meant Erica being drunk was funny. But what she said to Jax was not. Kyle continued... I hope you know me well enough to know that I certainly do not condone speaking to children like that. We are all parents and certainly don't want anyone speaking to any of our children like that. Returning to the subject of Erica's state of mind, Kyle explained to the group, quote, the co- explained that the group, quote, had never seen Erica drink like that until the recent cast trip to Mexico. Continuing, quote, so this was new behavior that we were just seeing. She added, I think while focusing on that more important issue was being minimalized, um, Blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, Garcelle responded, Look, it's never a right to include children, and children are always off limits in Housewives, so obviously Erica doesn't have kids. Oh, she does. She has a son. That's right. Erica has a son. They, yeah, they do all have kids. You know, Erica is she's in a different place in her life, so she's obviously processing things um, via, you know, drinking the sauce, as they say. And that's fine, just as long as you don't attack people's children or character or looks or anything too cruel. But I get that she's on houses and she needs to, like, stir up the pot to, like, get a check, honey. But this is, like, crossing the line, which makes me really eager for the reunion because I do wonder what Garcelle's going to say about this. Because Garcelle and Erica have had a bit of a contentious relationship as of late, if I am not mistaken. But we'll see. I do love me and my housewives. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much as always for tuning in to Mender to be through the Mistress of Pop Culture. You can see my podcast anywhere, podcast stream. Have a fabulous Wednesday and or Thursday, and I will chat with you guys probably Friday to do a recap on Thor, Love, and Thunder and let you know what I thought about the movies and talk about any other pop culture stories that are coming out that day. Okay, bye.